1: Go to Shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
2: Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV or subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. And of course, you can download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about leveraging your agency business to launch your own WordPress products. And joining uh, joining us for that conversation is someone who knows quite a bit about that. I'd like to welcome to Press This, David Schmeltzley.
4: Hey, thanks, David. Appreciate it. I'm really excited to be here.
3: Yeah, me, me as well. I know we've had the chance to get to know each other over the last few years. Uh, for those unaware, David runs a business called My Themes, and they build basically beautiful and performant WordPress themes um, that use the Genesis framework. And of course, if you've listened to the show, you know uh, Genesis is a big part of my world as well. So really wanted to talk to David today about his journey building a product business and kind of starting from the agency roots and really what does that look like, what does success look like because I know a lot of people listening for who are freelancing or having their own agency are thinking well how can I make a product how can I use some of what I learned to build something that creates product led revenue so really excited to have this conversation today so David to kick things off I ask this of every guest I know it was also asked of you when you created your wordpress.org profile so hopefully you remember the response tell me your WordPress origin story when was the first time you used WordPress
4: yeah, it started around 2008, I was running a different business and needed some simple websites for some partners in our business. And around 2012, I stumbled across Genesis. And right around 2012, we were revisiting, beginning our agency, which is called bizbudding And um, around the end of 2014, I wanted to get deeper into Genesis and WordPress. So I, I Googled around looking for a consultant to work with. Funny story. I've met Mike Hemberger, who is uh, our co-founder partner in BizBudding. Turns out Mike lives in the same town that I do. He's about 10 years younger, so I didn't really uh, know him through the kids at school. And I went to breakfast with his uncle every Friday. So small world, you know. You, you Google on internet looking for a Genesis developer, and it turns out that the the guy that I work with lives right down the street from me.
3: That's crazy. What a small world. Pretty early on, so you were just five years after WordPress was founded or created, and then Genesis would have come around in about 2010, which means you're only just a couple of years after that, at least officially anyways. Um, So earlier, I kind of introduced you, uh, basically one of your businesses is MyThemes. You also mentioned BizBudding. Could you tell us a little bit about MyThemes or even BizBudding?
4: Yeah, BizBudding is the, the parent organization. And we're a agency that provides uh, different various services to bloggers. Um, our customers initially were in the health and wellness space. We provided uh, web development services, uh, marketing services, uh, focused on lead generation and conversion marketing. And along the way, um, we started delivering our services for web development to our customers with a, a theme that we built, and uh, early version of the theme was called My Theme, and that that theme was a, a framework that we used that enabled us to deliver custom projects to every one of our customers using the same framework, and it allowed our agency to create websites quickly. Uh, all of our developers became familiar with you know how the theme worked and what the nuances of it were, and we were able to deliver performant projects to our customers pretty quickly. That's really interesting.
3: And for those that might be Googling, my is spelled MAI, uh, I'm gonna throw you a curveball, David. What does MAI mean? Uh, why, know,
4: where does there's come- a, a, a couple of different uh, definitions for it, but in, in uh, some cultures, it means happiness. And what we found was that we were building a product that was easy to use. Our original name for it, our code name was Baseline. It was a baseline that we used to launch every project. And when we turned it into a a product that we were selling, uh, we named it My Theme, Uh, because it also creates a connotation for someone that it's personal, it's theirs, they could customize it easily to be the way they like to use it little play on words i like it
3: so uh you mentioned that you still provide agency services um did you did you ever imagine you would stop providing it or do you still think that might be in your future
4: oh i think it's really important it'll always be in in our future Um, working as an agency you're very close to your customers you build relationships with them and much the way you know podcasts are used to create a personal relationship to the person that you're talking to that's listening on the other end, working as an agency, we build these close relationships with our customers and we hear their ideas, things that they're struggling with, what's difficult, what they would wish to be improved. And it it gives you as an agency and as a product development company, um, sort of behind the scenes look of what your customers are struggling with. And when you could take away that pain point and make it easier for them, uh, and they smile at the end of that, custom project, you know that you start to put together something that other people can use. Yeah, it's
3: really interesting. You know, I think people often think, well, if I make this product business and I'll just stop doing my agency stuff one day. And it's really interesting to hear you talk about the benefits of continuing that and and having that kind of frontline knowledge about the challenges people have, the ideas they have, what works well for them or not. I know uh, I spent five years running my own agency and I've been out of it actually for about five years. And I find myself often uh, putting myself in situations where I can hear things more directly from people where in my agency days, that's just the normal day was being in the weeds with an individual
4: customer. I, I think it helps. We, I have experience starting uh, a product development company back in 2001. We did computer telephony, voice over IP services for um, the then deregulated CELAC industry. And when 9-11 happened, that whole telephony market just disappeared. And having a product without having customers was a really tough time. So anybody now that's running an agency, I highly recommend that they start to think about their customers and how they could sort of segment and productize what they're delivering to their customers and look for those like customers. Cause you need that interaction with customers, both for revenue, to support your development team and uh, to know that there is a marketplace for what you're building. So after you kind of founded the
3: agency, you were doing client work, like what did you discover and how you were providing your service that made you think like, geez, I could make a product out of this and sell it?
4: Well, my background has been in product development. Uh, I've had several entrepreneurial businesses that I've either been involved with as a founder, co-founder, or started. And going into this project, we knew that we wanted to create a product. So the very first day that we got more than three employees. We brought everybody together at our favorite restaurant. We sat for hours out back with a flip chart and notes. And we kind of put together a plan that we would do professional services work, trying to deliver the same concept to multiple customers and build a product out of it. So our aha moment was when the entire team said, yes, we're all gonna row in the same direction. And we're going to work towards delivering projects to customers that are similar so that we can create products that we want to sell. Over time, it's shifted a little bit in what we were delivering. Um, We've moved more into, you know, the themes and making it easy to get started with a WordPress site than some of the earlier concepts that we were working with. But we knew from the beginning that professional services was a way to validate the creation of a product.
3: You know, it's interesting because a lot of people, some people, I guess, when they take this journey, it's like they build this thing to help their customers. And then they're like, geez, those people really like that. Maybe I could sell that. It sounded like your business plan was to essentially do that right from the beginning. Is that right?
4: It was, yes. Yeah. And we worked diligently to communicate that to our team. Um, There's a lot of challenges in that where investment in product development is an investment. And some of us had to work on customer projects while others, Got to work on cool development, and then we had to pull the developers into customer projects, even though they maybe didn't want to do that at a particular time, because we needed to have that interaction with customers to make sure the product was being built the right way. So it's. Oh, a, I
3: have. A, I was going to say I have so many questions around this. this. This, I can just hear it echoing with my own story and my own agency, and you know, having a similar strategy right from the beginning: build a team, use the team to build products and then just running into tons of challenges along the way in order to accomplish that. Um, I want to dive in a little deeper here, uh, but we're going to take a quick break and
2: we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. topseos.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm.
3: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We're in the middle of our episode around leveraging your agency business to launch your own wordpress products and we're interviewing david schmetzley about that of my themes david right before the break you talked about kind of the struggle you went through of basically having a team there and then needing to, to serve clients uh, the agency clients while you built out your products how did you make time for that? Like when I when I tried this in my agency, it was like, oh, we don't have work, we should work on these products. And then I was like also, but we don't have work, we need to get work so we can cover payroll and do all the other things we need to do. Like, how did you find the time to commit to that? How'd you go about that? Well,
4: it, it is a it is a challenge. And I think um, one of the ways that we attempted to solve it and that worked well for us was that we, we built a lot of professional service projects for customers that used our core product before our product was released. So for us, it was building websites that were easy to modify based upon a, a template that were performant and fast, and we, we focused on those topics.
3: But our customers- oh, go ahead, go ahead,
4: sorry. Well, as I say, our, our customers loved the websites that we were building, and they told their friends, and we stayed within a niche and focused on the health and wellness space. So. Acquiring the customers was part of our strategy because it focused all on the same uh, niche of, of bloggers that wanted page speed, they wanted performance, and they wanted to be able to easily link in other articles. And um, so that pulling all that together, working with the customers is a challenge, but at the same time. Um, you know, Mike and his team were able to work on some development and at, and at times we had to allocate a work cycles. So we tend to work in a, a six week work cycle following this, you know, the guidance from, from Basecamp on how they set up uh, how they work. And, and that worked well for us because we could finish a customer project in six weeks. And then we were able to spend two weeks really cleaning up our own products and being ready for the next customer cycle.
3: So it sounded like a little bit of what you were doing was that you were using the products you were building to service the agency customers so I'm guessing you got kind of in a sense some freebies there in other words if, if I made that core product a little better it would help me with that next project so it wasn't counter to the client work but rather it actually supported it which I think is really clever um, earlier you mentioned though that you did have people that you had dedicated to work on those products uh, but you kind of had to kind of steal in the way for client work uh, over time or it's at times how, how challenging was that to try to keep people dedicated when you have clients that need things and, you know, revenue that you need to generate for your agency
4: business? Well, that is challenging, and, and cash flow is is always king in a business. Um, so, you know, as we were building a product, uh, if things were taking a little bit longer with development or if we had a couple of particular issues that we are trying to solve, um, it was difficult to allocate those resources, but everybody on the team understood that we were all working towards creating a product that would generate recurring revenue. Um, So that was helpful in that we understood that the client work from the beginning adds value to what we build. And our relationships with our customers are, are great, and they share what we've done for them with their friends. So that helped the sales process, but it also helped the development of the product because we knew our customers were focused on, you know, high performance blogging. A lot of them had a million page views a month or more. And a lot of other bloggers looked up to how those websites were built. So when we released my theme, we were able to say it's used on these high performing websites. And so our customers and the, the people that wanted to start blogging looked up to those customers and, and enabled us to bring a product to market that was already validated in a space.
3: Yeah, again, I think just that's super clever, just the notion of like leveraging it in the work you do for them and then, you know, later being able to say, well, look, they're using that, that product and don't you want to be like them? Um, you know, I think a lot of people in these cases like have an idea that's almost completely disconnected from their day-to-day agency work. Uh, there are some of course, really good examples. Uh, SEO Moz grew out, or Moz now, grew out of an agency toolkit um, that Rand was using with his SEO clients, the founder of Moz. And uh, it was like they, they use it in the moment with the customers and so it's not counter to the mission of the business but rather it's part of it. And then when you productize it later, then great, you've got all these baked in customers, if you will, that are already using the product. So, um, do you are there any other challenges that you found running an agency business and a product business at the same time? Like, what should people watch out for?
4: Oh, I think that people should be aware that it takes a lot of juggling, and project management was harder than I initially thought it would be. Um, managing the needs of customers at the same time that we're managing the development of product uh, it requires a little bit of juggling and flexibility in the team uh, at times we felt like what are we supposed to be doing today and early on in as we were sorting out some team members and growing I know that we all had feelings of what the hell's going on today what should we be focusing on uh, the stories changing a little bit every day but we use that chaos to kind of focus our energy into the mission and at the end of it, um, well, we're still, you're know, always still in a little bit of chaos, but at the end of uh, that first production release, it was a relief to see that people adopted what we had built And for several months in a row, I think almost eight, nine months, my theme was a top seller in Genesis. And that that just made us super excited and gave us the uh, satisfaction and the energy that we needed to continue to, to build products. It was It was super exciting. So
3: earlier you talked a little bit about how you still operate the agency side of the business essentially through biz bedding. my themes at least as you know that that part of the product side of your business. Um, and earlier you seemed to indicate you felt that that was an advantage. Could you like dig into that a little deeper like again I, I think a lot of people out there are like I just want to stop doing the client work and get the recurring revenue and I'm just doing this to get out of this other thing or to get out of the agency services but like should they reconsider that? Like, how do you think just generally about those advantages?
4: I, I think there's advantages to having a product and also having customers as, a, as an agency business. Um, I think one of the challenges is, is communicating to your, your customers what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do. And if they understand that, that they play a role in something broader and bigger, quite a few of them get excited about that. When we explained, to a few of our agency customers that, hey, we're building this theme and your custom website is running on this engine. And by the way, you know, there's a hundred other websites running on this engine. So just your site is gonna be the best that it possibly can be because it's based upon um, a tool set that we're delivering to quite a few people. So the advice that I would give is that talk to your customers understand what their business objectives and goals are, and then look for other customers like that. Uh, The the internet is great because you could almost do one-to-one marketing and find people who are looking for the problems that you're solving for your customers. I think the biggest challenge is articulate what your customers' problems are that you've solved and find other people like that that you can provide the same solutions to.
3: Oh, I like that advice exactly understand that that problem you're solving for I can't count how many times I've learned that lesson um, I actually have some questions about you around all this um, we're gonna take another quick break and we'll be right back
2: Time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment
5: And I've worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm.
2: Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm.
3: Hello everyone, welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. We're in the middle of our interview with David Schmetzley about uh, launching a product out of your agency business. David, right before the break, you were talking about some of the advantages of continuing to run your agency business with a product business alongside of it. Do you find that that actually makes it harder to get agencies to actually use your products? Like they might see you as a competitor?
4: Where are focus is mostly on the end user customer. We have a few agency partners that use our products, um, but we don't really create products that we ask other agencies to use. Um, My theme is super flexible and easy to build websites with. So a couple of the agencies that are friends of ours that we've gotten to be friends with realize how quickly they could build a website and how powerful my theme has become. So they've adopted it and um, our primary customer are end users. So our support documents, our manuals, everything that we put together is geared towards the person who would be managing the website themselves. And, and what having the customers uh, that were white glove services that we provided all this to, enabled us to start to build that documentation. As we explained to somebody, this is how we built your theme, these are the functions in it, this is how you use it we were able to take that documentation and now turn it into end-user documentation. So um, we welcome so, working with agencies and, and love it, but most of our customers are direct end-users.
3: Uh, that's really sage advice. Yeah, I was wondering about that. You know, A lot of uh, product makers will, will see that as you know perhaps getting in the way of the agency side of their business. So it sounds like that's not necessarily the focus of your products, which makes sense. Um, so switching gears a little bit, uh, before the interview, actually, you had mentioned to me that you're creating themes that are getting like 100 out of 100 on Google Page Speed Score, which is great. Um, do you think your agency background influenced your decision to try to achieve this, and, and how you achieve, or how you achieved it? In other words, like, did it inform you that this was something worth pursuing, or why do you think it's even helpful at all to score 100 out of 100 on Google Page Speed? I mean, of course, I realize everybody likes high scores, but why this specifically?
4: Yeah, I think it's super important. And our first version of the theme was not very performant on Google PageSpeed Insights, but what we saw happening was that when someone deployed my theme on their website, the code cleanliness, the performance of it, their SEO uh, tended to increase very dramatically. And we realized working with the white glove services that we provided to probably close to 250 blogs, that there was something there with page speed performance and overall performant WordPress themes with the result of how Google is showing those results in search. And so with the rewrite of my theme 2.0, which we've released uh, a couple weeks ago and then had an update again last week, we've been able to have our themes out of the box be anywhere in a 98 to 100 page speed score Uh, running Genesis, running our WordPress theme. And I think that dealing with the, you know, working with the customers to make sure their websites performed as fast as possible really helped us identify the fact that this is an important piece of how to build it. And we completely rewrote my theme. There was at least a full year of development effort that went into building the performance in my theme. And I think what's going to be really exciting for people as they build websites and as they update to my theme, they'll see huge shifts. Uh, some of the latest articles coming out of Google are talking about how the, the page speed indicators are now sort of ranking factors. Uh, so I think that what we, the energy that we put into building this, uh, we're ahead of the curve because our customers wanted higher performing blogs and, and wanted that information to buy interacting with those customers, we kind of learned that and we steered the ship in that direction.
3: So it's like you have this holistic relationship in a sense, maybe you're not completely full service, but you're really trying to help the customer achieve some outcome. And rather than just making a thing that checks off boxes, you really just have to help them with that outcome. So it sounds like doing that and having that experience in an agency context helps to drive decisions like this. Um, it's so interesting. Uh, Google PageSpeed. I mean, Google's been quite clear that performance affects uh, search results. I've, I've seen mixed uh, opinions on you know the score that the PageSpeed Insights tool gives you versus actual page load time. But I think one of the most uh, clever. Uh, ways I've heard of leveraging the scores there is to help justify that next project to improve the performance of a site. Hey, look, this is what Google thinks about our page speed.
4: It really does Um, make a difference and it's measurable. The other piece about the agency that was really important was because we were providing full service such as content marketing or conversion marketing or lead generation services to our customers. When it came time to build our in-house courses, and our own content and ramp up our blog and ramp up our own podcast, our team had experience doing that. So as our recurring revenue grew from selling themes and other services, we were able to redirect our team from working with customers to spending ah. after time working on our own internal products. You were ready. That, was the the big, that was a big shift, yes. That was love a big it. I shift.
3: Love it. Well, David, I want to thank you so much for joining us today.
4: Oh, it was awesome, thank you.
3: Fantastic. If you'd like to learn more about what David's up to, you can visit bizbudding, dot com. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This.